In the spirit of reconciliation, I acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I pay my respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island peoples today. Welcome to Totally Lit, the podcast celebrating reading, writing and creating literature. I'm your host, Kai Garvey. Thank you for listening. Who's coming to GenreCon? It's this weekend. Have you got your costume planned for the conference launch on Friday night? I'm in full costume planning mode. I'm also looking forward to high tea on the Sunday with Natasha Lester and Nalini Singh. Now, for those of you who can't make it to Brisbane, never fear, as there is also a virtual schedule. You can experience all the wonderful panels from the comfort of your own home. Just $99 for Queensland Writers' Centre members and $149 for non-members. Check out the GenreCon website to book your tickets. Sales close on Wednesday this week. This year is the 8th GenreCon, Genre Writers' Conference, the largest conference in the Southern Hemisphere dedicated to genre writers. GenreCon 2023 Forbidden Doors features keynote speaker Garth Nix, genre fiction legend, and patron Nalini Singh, international best-selling author. This is your chance to start your writing year in the best way possible. Take inspiration from the lineup of leading names in Australian and international genre fiction across a spectacular weekend of panels, workshops and special events. GenreCon is delivered as an initiative of Queensland Writers Centre. Totally Lit is proud to support GenreCon 2023 and will be sponsoring the panel Creating Depth Through Wordplay. That's going to be on on Saturday, February 18, at 3.30 to 4.30 p.m. Creative language can have a profound effect on how people absorb information. Writers who can create clever wordplay will keep readers on their toes and enjoying the work on multiple levels. Join host Megan Albany as she discusses weaving witty wordplay into your writing with panellists Natasha Lester, Steve Minon and Jay Kristoff. Joining me today is the absolutely marvellous wordsmith Steve Minon. Steve is an author, internationally awarded advertising copywriter and a child of mixed race Australia. He lives in Meenjin, Brisbane, and his articles and short stories have appeared in SBS Voices, Mamma Mia, WQ Magazine and the 2022 Right Left Right Anthology. Steve's debut manuscript was a winner of the 2021 Queensland Writers' Centre Publishable Program for Emerging Writers, and he's currently working on a follow-up. I hope you enjoy my chat with Steve. Steve Minan, welcome to Totally Lit. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm very excited to have you on because usually I have only met you in a coffee type setting <laughs> that's right yeah. with, with your camera snapping um while i try to dodge being in the photo <laughs> i i've got a few of you um but um yeah you, you you don't really you don't really like the paparazzi do you no so i've been unsuccessful in dodging <laughs> <laughs> you have <laughs> steve now you're an author a copywriter um You've been in the Right Left Right anthology, 
Um, and you, your debut manuscript won the Publishable Program with Queensland Writers' Centre in 2021. That's right. Um, you're kicking goals. Um, thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm. Well, I'm trying to. It's it's a it's a it's a tough world. This world that we've thrown ourselves into, isn't it? I don't know why we do it to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it's masochism. Uh, at, yeah, at its best, I think we're just like, oh, let's pour all of our hearts out into the world and get rejected continuously. <laughs> I think once you've decided to be a writer, I think it's. I think. Um, you really just have to go for it, um, yeah. and you still you have to really call yourself a writer too. And I think that's um, one of the things I've committed to, at least in the last couple of years. Because prior to calling myself a writer, I called myself a copywriter, and um, those those two things do not exist in the same universe. Although you can pretend to be a grown up when you say I'm a copywriter, people. <laughs> accept that as a real job but if you say i'm a writer they're like oh and, and what else do you do during the that's day that's very true that's very true so what brought on the switch because you, you've got awards for copywriting you could yeah have stuck um, to that. I, I i i had a um probably um a 25 year career all up working in the advertising world and um as a as a copywriter, I I found um, it quite a satisfying career, but I did feel the whole time that I was doing that it that I was a bit of a gun for hire, right? And um, I I never really got the opportunity to express my own voice. But having looked back on my career only recently. I did notice a similarity between a lot of the ads that I, I did. They have a certain, I guess, a tone about them. So I, I suppose my point of view did come through in some of them, especially the ones that I that I, I, I found were most successful. So I, I think probably got an opportunity for, to, to flex my voice a little. But being a, a fiction writer, obviously, there's a lot more freedom. Mm. Mm. And what was the day like that you went, I'm going to try writing for myself with my own voice? It kind of wasn't a um, like a, a sliding doors moment. It, it, it was more of a sort of a slow transition in that um, um, as I was, um, I, I suppose, working my way out of the, the advertising industry, because the advertising industry is very all-encompassing. It's, mm. it's, 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 a, it's a full-time job. It's it's like a twenty four hour seven day a week job really because you're always trying to think of the next idea, and um, also it's a lifestyle. So um, once you sort of find a way to sort of work your way out of that, then I, I found myself I guess needing the buzz of doing creative work, and so I, I really just started writing. I started writing a blog to begin with, um, which was about the building of a house. And um, I was I was kind of expressing ideas within that blog that um, were personal ideas. So I guess I, I sort of started realising that I had something to say at that point and then started writing short stories, starting writing, started writing articles um, for places like SBS Voices and uh, Mamma Mia 
the the on, online platform and um I, I suppose i i i i started realizing that i was becoming more of a a writer for myself than for other people at that point mm. and did you feel like that copywriting work that you did was kind of prepared you for the the kind of writing you're doing now oh a- absolutely i mean some some of the skills that you you gather as a copywriter um they i mean it's an ideas business so um usually when i'm writing i i usually have no trouble coming up with the ideas the, the only problem with um being a copywriter and then making the transition to a fiction writer in long form is that you have to um think in a different way because copywriting is all about um distilling very complex ideas down into something super simple and short mm. and fiction's the other way around really you start with some some sort of uh, simple motivation and then you start to flesh out the characters and the story and the situations that um that affect that um that story and um that's what makes it a book it's so much more work a book <laughs> it is it is <laughs> I, I had no idea. That's a, I'm like, oh, I, I'm writing short stories and, and small pieces of writing. Do I have the staying power for a full novel? Um, I think that's a really important point is that staying power. I mean, that really is, I suppose, what separates the people who make it in fiction from the people who don't because you've kind of got to have that bounce-back ability, don't you? Yes, and the commitment to really sit down and do it. Yeah, yeah. So it is a love job. You've got to love it to do it. With your work for Publishable, yes. um, that was in 2021. Yes. What has happened with that since then? Has that gone anywhere? Um, since then, that work allowed me to have a really good conversation with a publisher where I got to know the publisher pretty well and... Um, I think they got to know that I was serious about what I was doing. It also put me in touch with a mentor who I've been working with um, for the last two years, actually, who's gone really well um, above and beyond, I suppose, the commitment that um, they made for Publishable. Mm. Um, Because part of the prize is you get to work with a mentor. So um, just... Between those two people, I've um, begun writing a second novel, which is a much more, in in my view anyway, a much more um, sort of complete project um, and something that I I feel much more confident going to a publisher with. And is that a sequel to the first piece or is it a standalone? It's a standalone piece, um, but it has similarities because the first piece was... I guess it was um, probably semi-autobiographical mm-hmm. and the new piece is um, a, a more like an autofiction of family stories. So it is related, but it is a standalone piece. It's not like the ha- there, are, there are characters that are following through from the first piece. And so you've developed a good relationship with the Queensland Writers' Centre the sound of things yeah and you've been invited to speak at genre con 2023 yes um, how exciting <laughs> so you've jumped you're, you're successful in copywriting and now you're going to be successful in writing and well i hope so i'm giving it a good 
a good, a good crack. And so you'll be at the Creating Depth Through Wordplay panel, um, which is being hosted by Megan Albany. Yes. So can you tell me, give me a little bit of a sneak peek of what you'll be talking about on the day? Well, you, you know, um, you, you, you mentioned my sort of what, what sounds like a, um, uh, a little mini rise into the ranks of um, panellists for something like GenreCon. And, you know, I really, to, to be honest, I, I was very surprised to get the invitation to attend. But then when I thought about the, um, the subject matter of the panel, I thought, well, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly equipped, I think, to, to talk, to speak on that panel. And, and I, I guess the angle that I'll be taking on it is to speak from the perspective of somebody who worked in the industry of wordplay, which is, you know, advertising, advertising, copywriting. I mean, wordplay and playfulness to, to do with words and s simple puns and those sorts of things are the mainstay of that business. So <laughs> I guess I feel like I'm qualified to speak on that panel, but not in the same way that the other two panellists are. Because uh, they're obviously big hitters. You've got Natasha Lester and Jay Christoph on the panel with you. Yeah, um, yeah. Established writers with, uh, you know, a lot of books um, behind them and, um, and, and a big following. So I'll be very excited to meet them as well. It sounds like it's going to be a great panel. And wordplay, um, it's an art. Like there's always the risk of falling into cliches and dad jokes and... <laughs> that sort of well, thing well that's right uh, i mean i think you know when people think of wordplay they think of bad puns and it, it it's true that 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 is part of it but um my, my view of wordplay is that i mean depending on how you use it wordplay actually is quite is something that um you can help you um express a certain voice if you have mm. a certain voice of a character i mean there are certain types of writers who who use it all the time, but usually they're speaking from a point of view of sarcasm, or they're they're ironic, or they're just generally playful. Like I, I've read a lot in in the past of Tom Robbins's work, and um, I don't know if you're familiar with Tom Robbins' work, but he he his most famous book is is um, I suppose even Cowgirls Get the Blues or mm -hmm. Jitterbug Perfume, but he's a super playful writer in the way that he he writes. So I, I think he's a, a classic example. But look, you only even have to... I mean, the Bible used a lot of wordplay. Um, and there's no puns in there, but... Lots of you know, open to interpretation. For example, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a, a, little, a little example. <laughs> you, you're hearing the Bible and you're, you're like, oh, I think that's crap, Stephen's, <laughs> Steve's talking crap. But look, I, I found a little se a section of the Bible where um, Jesus says, upon this rock I will build my church. But at the time what he was doing was he was speaking about Peter, mm. whose name means rock in Greek, Petra. So, <laughs> you know, like... The guys who were writing the Bible <laughs> were even using wordplay. Yes. But wordplay can be so emotive. Um, I know in my own writing, some of the words that I use can be so powerful. Um, and especially when you are at events and you see your work read out and see seeing the impact that you can have on, on the people hearing those pieces um 
It's amazing what you can do with words. Um, I would love to be funny, but I'm only ever accidentally funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, but uh, so sometimes I'll I'll, um, say something and it'll just like drop like a lead balloon. But I do love using words and realizing what my own power is with it. I'm like, okay, so I can't be funny, but I can be powerful with words. Um, so just recognizing what your niche is and your talent is with words. Um, yeah. is, um, it's really just so freeing once you realize you can do something and create something in that way. And I don't know if this happens to you, but when I'm reading often, if, if it's, if I'm reading something that sounds familiar to me, I sometimes drift off. I find it hard to concentrate. Mm. And sometimes it's the word play or the surprising word or the, the word that doesn't quite fit into a sentence or it hasn't been used in the way that you're not, you like, you've often seen it used. Sometimes that's what jolts you back into the story or draws your attention back. Mm. And I, I really um, think that that's, that's obviously the part of a, a good writer to keep you uh, engaged in, in the story. And all of those things are some of the techniques that we employ. Apart from the piece of work that you're working on, your novel, have you got anything else that's coming out soon? It's a, the, the, that novel is taking every waking moment um, from me. I'm, I'm actually at the point where I'm, um, I'm re-editing and changing the voice of one of the characters. So it's, I find that I, I have to immerse myself absolutely 100% into, into a project. Mm. Um, to make it happen, I, I work probably um, half of my day on on my writing. I'm I'm very lucky. The other half I work on spreadsheets for the businesses that I <laughs> I have, looking at um, sales figures and um, percentages, and it, it, it's it's really not something that my brain's good at. But um, so uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 the major work that I'm I'm trying to to get at. Having said that, I did um, enter a short story into GenreCon, so oh. I, I did find time to do that. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Amazing. So, will you be at GenreCon for the full weekend, or will you just be there for your panel? I'm going to be there for a lot of the weekend, um, and I'm just I'm just sort of rove about amongst it. I'm going to be there for the opening night as well, which. Um, will be very exciting and um, usually what happens at um, writing festivals that I've been to at least um, I'm always surprised by the the panels that I like uh, I, I'm, I'm sometimes planned to see things and sometimes plan to see other other things um, and um, the ones that I don't plan to see are sometimes the ones that I enjoy the most so mm. you know I'm going to keep myself sort of open to surprises there there's such a great mix of speakers. I, I'm going to wing most of the weekend and just see where the wind takes me. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I'll see you there and then maybe we can sort of hook each other into a, into a, a seminar. So in the, on Saturday afternoon, I, I'm actually doing some podcast recordings with some uh, genre con attendees that I'm yes. hoping, because I'm actually sponsoring the Creating Depth Through Wordplay panel. So I'm hoping that I will be finished recording by that stage. So that is Saturday afternoon, February the 18th from 3.30 to 4.30. So anyone who wants to come and listen to 
Steve, Natasha and Jay chat with Megan Albany. That's the time to find that panel and it's level two of the State Library of Queensland. And the puns will be coming thick and fast. Get ready to dodge. (laughs) (laughs) Dad jokes, left, right and centre. Thank you so much, Steve, for taking some time to chat with me today. And I'll let you go back and immerse yourself back into your your work. Yes, back to the salt mine of the novel. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Writing stories for children can seem like a very simple task, but there is a skill involved in bringing memorable characters and their worlds to life. Anyone can write a picture book, but not everyone can write a picture book that becomes a child's favourite bedtime story. The best children's picture books fire up their imaginations, evoke emotion, and stay within their memories forever. Authors Online was created to provide aspiring authors the knowledge, skills, and resources they need to become a published children's book author. Our extensive industry knowledge will be shared with you and provide you with the basic principles behind writing for children, picture book publishing guidelines, and updates on the current market and publishing environment. And as a special offer for Totally Lit listeners, if you go to authorsonline.com.au, you can apply the discount code of LIT20, that's lit two zero to access discount content at authorsonline.com.au. If you're at GenreCon on Saturday, I'll be floating about at a few panels and I'll be wearing my Totally Lit t-shirt, so if you spot me, please come and say hello. There's also an opportunity to purchase a podcast recording with me on the Saturday afternoon. Check out the GenreCon website for more details. Totally Lit is an independent podcast. You can help support us to continue to chat with wonderful Australian creatives by leaving a review on iTunes or sharing our socials with your friends. You can also make a contribution at www.buymeacoffee.com backslash totally lit. This will also help with equipment and podcasting platform fees, etc. I love to interact with our listeners, so feel free to say hello either by email or social media. My email address is totallylitpodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter and I'm also dabbling in TikTok. I've also recently created a group on Facebook called Totally Lit Writing Community. It's a space to continue the conversation and share your writing successes, events, launches and latest projects. Jump into the group and say hello. Thank you for listening to Totally Lit and don't forget to go out into the world to read, write, create, ignite.